Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is looking to get that special feeling from others. So what kind of special feeling are we talking about? Good morning, Chas. Uh, well, I think you can answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> what is that special feeling, Chas? It's that feeling that, um, I, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like a high feeling. Makes mm-hmm. you feel like, like you're the exception to all the rules that I guess that would be the special feeling. Yeah. Like you're the, you're the chosen one. That's, Mm. that's the special feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Or you're the special one that can change somebody. Like you're, you're going to be that person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nobody else has been able to do it, but, um, but I'll surely be able to. Yeah, that's a hook. Because uh, I guess, I don't know. It seems awfully delusional, but um, yeah. Well, when we're hungry to be loved, right? Yeah. We have a hunger to be loved and we didn't get those needs met as children. Then we grow up to be adults that are still have that child part of ourselves, that wounded part that's still longing for that love. But because we don't know what it really looks like, because we didn't get it, we look in all the wrong places, right? We can hand ourselves to people that um, we're going to recreate our childhood. We're just going to keep recreating that same pattern until we completely break it. Yeah. And, and heal that part of ourselves. You know, and I think I can pinpoint exactly where this this special came from for me. So growing up with a narcissistic pedophile that Mm -hmm. treated everybody around like garbage, like just mean, just awful, just pure hundred percent narcissist. But then when it came to me, he was different. And so it did make me feel special. Like, Oh, like, like you acts this way with other people, but then me, like I must be special. You think you're going to be the exception. The exception. Right? Yes. Yep. And I just watched myself go through the same pattern, same foolish thoughts with this guy that I've been and go, and go back to the childhood situation. Did it last? Or did he turn that on you too? Oh no, it didn't last. No. He he blew up. He, he had moments of rage and no, it didn't last. Yeah. Especially so, if I wasn't the good girl. Right. So. Yes. And it was, and he was grooming you to, you know, to take advantage of your innocence. Exactly. But the minute I spoke up and had a mind of my own, mm-hmm. like I do remember those, those times. There you go, Jess. That's it. Which makes sense that that fear showed up again, being honest with this guy waiting to be lashed out at. Yeah. 
all the dots are connecting this morning. Yeah. So let's remember this moment of clarity, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I'm really telling on myself today. Let's remember this moment of clarity. Yeah. Yeah. I see that that part of you that's struggling. You got a little girl that wants that special feeling from somebody that's sick once again, and and there's an adult that has a good intuition that knows what the deal is with this dude. So it's you know it's like you got the show one on one the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other, literally. Or or what is that? Which wolf are you going to feel feed the good wolf or the bad wolf? Yeah, or truth and ego. It's all the yeah. same. It's all the same. Yeah. All the same. Which inner, one inner child, higher self. It's it's all the same. And once you open that door and start feeding it, the bad wolf, what happens? You want more. Yeah. Yeah, like you think, oh, this will be enough. And it never is enough. Mm-mm. No. And that person's never going to give you what you want. No, it um, it's almost opposite. The more you want it, the less they're going to give. They're going to withhold it because they know you want it. Yep. It's sick. Just Yeah, it's a bad game. So special has been my drug of choice um, my entire life. And here it is. Full blown. But maybe, Chalice, this is going to be your opportunity to heal this special, we'll call it the special wound. Right? Because, I mean, I think we went through a little bit. You sure. went through a little bit in our relationship. Yep. Right? Yep. For sure. That, that yeah, you had to work through some insecurities. Yeah. But you did. You worked through them. I did. To my knowledge. Yes, I did. Yeah. So, yeah. But you have so, to do it with safe people. You can't what, have, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, you got to do that healing work with somebody that's safe, not somebody that's going to take advantage of that. I, I would never take it, think to take advantage. No. No, I was just going to ask, what do you think? What do you think that little part of me that's craving that feeling, like what, what's a healthy thing that I can do to make her feel special? And that- right at this moment, Chas, right at this moment, I think the only thing I would do is give it to God. Because it's bigger than you. You think there's something you can do? No. I think you need to surrender that you don't know what to do. Because your best thinking has got you here. Right? And so today, it's just for today. But it's about surrendering. It's kind of like when we quit smoking. When we put down drugs or alcohol. Now it's putting down men. That, you know, you're going to feel something about it. So you just do it one day at a time and you keep surrendering it to God, just like I've been surrendering my fear, my fear of physical pain every day. Turn it over. I don't have the answers. You don't either. No, it, but, is, it is bigger than me. Yeah. So don't waste your time trying to figure it out. Just, just do the right thing. Just trust yourself that you're going to do the right thing no matter what. What is that saying in the program? Don't pick up. Yeah. No matter what. Just for today. Yeah. Just for today. Yeah. It's crazy. I I know I keep saying I've never. I mean, I guess, I guess somebody that is addicted to that special feeling. I mean, I guess that is one of the symptoms of being a love addict. You are craving Mm -hmm. that special feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just, exactly. I've never labeled myself that. And the more mm-hmm. I read about it, the more I listen to others talk about it. Like I'm in that club. Mm-hmm. hundred thousand percent. There was a time I was in there too, Chaz. Yeah. And it took something really painful for me to finally be done. But I, since that day, I've been done. And that was about 27 years ago, I would say, when it just got so painful. I let go and I've never picked back up again. Yeah. I guess you have to be willing to give up that high feeling that you get from that yeah that that special feeling is it is a high feeling it's a special feeling and it's a place where we don't feel good enough it's an unworthy place yeah right so we have to work on our worthiness yeah to know we deserve something better Mm -hmm. yeah exactly because we want to feel special but we go to people that (laughs) it's just it's crazy it's a setup. It's all set up. It's a setup. Yes. We, we want <laughs> that say? special feeling. So let's go to a narcissist. Like, I mean. But what is that saying in the program? Our best thinking God is here. Yeah. yeah. Sure our best thinking. <laughs> our worst thinking. Yeah. It sure did. Mm-hmm. It's not good thinking. I'll tell you that. Mm-mm. It's not good. Nope. Mm-mm. I, no. I, I, I. We were talking this morning too. Just, I do think some uh, empathy is going to come out of this. I feel deeply for anybody that has to go just through this. Uh, I don't know this hell. Yeah. It just feels like hell. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And I hear myself saying that this feels harder to give up than drugs and alcohol. I don't know if that's true. Um, but I do think men were my addiction before drugs and alcohol ever were. Yes. So, mine, mine too. My first addiction. Now. Well, probably was my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it is way bigger than me. Yeah. Way bigger. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's your word today? <laughs> Oh boy. Um, I just need to keep the peace. I need, you know, just things going on with my partner and just, you know, I have my lessons too. So uh, the peace of God, that's more important to me than anything. And I, you know, yeah, your stuff started to disturb my peace. (laughs) Uh, I'm always grateful for the days when your head's on straight. Yeah. And today you're thinking better. I can't, I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but right at this moment, your thinking's better. But I, you know, I, I need peace in my life. So, um, yeah, I need peace. The peace beyond understanding. How about you? I think um, the best word I can go with today is to surrender. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good word for you today. Yeah surrender mm-hmm. just for today yep and just let the feelings come to yeah. us the more you sit still with them the more anxious you'll become but 
but then at some point the feelings will it will just come yeah right so don't get too busy that's what you've been doing you've just been in the world of busy 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 yeah i haven't wanted to face my loneliness Mm-mm. no yeah and is it true because there's a difference between being alone and lonely the wounded child lonely disconnected from god lonely disconnect from ourselves lonely but when we're connected when we have faith right and we have people in our life we might have times when we're alone but it's not the same as loneliness here's the ironic thing when i'm in those obsessive addictive thoughts with the guy that's when i feel loneliest mm-hmm. today i don't feel lonely today i <laughs> that's that's the really ironic part like mm-hmm. explain that I feel loneliest when I'm with the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then when I'm not. Exactly. That's like, talk about epiphany moment there. I mean. Because you're disconnected in order to be in that unhealthy relationship, you have to disconnect from God and yourself. It's being in addiction is a lonely place. I know my addiction. I never felt so alone in my whole life. Yeah. It was a horrible feeling. Yes. So running from your loneliness only to a place that makes you feel lonelier. Exactly. No, it doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense, but addiction never does make sense. We're never going to make sense of addiction. Right? Yeah. It just is. It's just a part of you that hasn't healed. And it can. It healed for me. I, I said I haven't had those addictive thoughts about men and... 27 28 years yeah and I actually let go of the idea of even having a man and you know a couple it took some time but um my partner showed up the person that was right for me yeah and I didn't think that was it I thought it looked like something else yeah, exactly <laughs> But so, yeah. but I did a lot of work on myself so that when that happened, I was ready to meet that moment and still had to do a lot of work afterwards, a lot. But at least what I was working towards was building a healthy relationship, figuring out what that looked like and, and building it with someone. It isn't what we think it looks like. Because no. I've told you too, there's, there are other men that pay attention to me at work. Older men, you know, probably have their shit together in some kind of way (laughs) that I know notice me, like because of the things that they say. And it's like, how do they know that unless they've watched or paid attention? You know, how do they know these things? But I don't give that conversation after leaving it a second thought. I I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't give me a feeling at all. Exactly. You're off chasing Mr. Um. Yeah, Mr. I, I don't want I don't know what to call him, but him. I, <laughs> You're off chasing illusion. Mr. Unavailable is Mr. what Unavail- I'm chasing. Yeah. Because what are you going to do if somebody was emotionally available? What are you going to do with that? I don't know. Well, you'd have to feel worthy of it first of all. So you'd have to do a lot of hard ass work on yourself. 
the only thing I can relate that to is our relationship. It's the only place I can relate it to. Just think back to a few years when you said, I don't know how I can continue this relationship, even with the other women in our life, like how you could felt so unworthy and so out of place, right? It was, yeah, literally. It was, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And what about today? No, it's my place. I feel Mm -hmm. like I belong today. Yeah. There you go. So it can happen, right? You're right. I thanks for that reminder. You do mm-hmm. remind me of that and it it's true. Yeah. And if and when a man shows up, you want it to be somebody safe and kind. That notices me. Thoughtful. That yeah. hears sees you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One thing I felt from day one with my partner is I felt loved. I felt his love for me. It has never wavered either. I've always felt his love for me. It's a constant. So that's the feeling you want. It's a feeling of being loved. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not special, but loved. Not there's, special. There's a big no. difference. No. Not I mean, special. you you can feel special and be loved. Like, right? I mean, there is room for special, just not that other special or is it all special it's a different kind of special right there is there's an unhealthy special yeah you can want that person to feel like we matter because we don't feel like we matter yeah so first we got to feel like we matter i had to i had to find a relationship with myself before i was ready to get in a relationship with anybody I was doing it backwards. I was trying to get my self-esteem through a relationship and that never never worked And it wasn't until I finally started to really work on that part of myself that then it showed up. Yeah. So we're not ever going to get it from somebody else. And you didn't get it from me. No. I mean, I I stayed with you through your whole process and, and supported you. But, you know, it was lots of different exercises that you did, even, you know, with the books, you know, writing books for me and Mm -hmm. it was just all kinds of things just, Things that you walked through that helped you. Yeah, you're right. To feel worthy, right? Yep, and here we are in our mm-hmm. podcast. podcast. Yep, just putting our... I never thought I'd be sitting here talking about this. I can definitely <laughs> tell you that. Never did I think... No, never. Well, I never thought you'd be talking about it either, and I'd be talking with you. Yeah, never. <laughs> This one uh, threw me. I didn't too. see this one coming. Mm, no, I didn't either. I thought you were pretty content, and then boom, bomb. But, but it started. It. I. I watched the process. You kind of opened that door, started playing around with a couple of the guys at work. You thought were cute. Yeah. Like the attention, and you know, look kind of innocent. But I knew there was a seriousness in there too, and I saw more and more of that little girl start taking over. Yep. And how the addiction started taking hold of you. Yep. And the other guy, Mr. Hottie, well, he had a girlfriend the whole time. He sure the heck did. Called her his roommate. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. And I'm pretty certain this guy's on a dating site. Probably. I would just bet everything on it. Yeah. Yeah. He's the type of guy that just has to have women fawn over him because he doesn't feel good about himself. So 
He wants to feel special by being chased. Yep. But he doesn't have nothing to give. Not like zero. Yeah. Zero. I'm not exaggerating. And I'm going to be real graphic here, but you Uh-oh. know, give him your penis. <laughs> Wait, say that again? <laughs> Giving your penis? Yeah. Is not the gift. Okay. That's the gift. <laughs> Anybody, any man could do that. Okay. It's not the gift? Oh. No, that's not the gift. Oh. No. No, the gift is in that person's character. You're right. And we should probably pay attention to that character <laughs> and not ignore. Well, I have been. Every I'm attention to his character. <laughs> every, I told you this morning, I'm going to write a list and it's a long one. It's a long list. It's the a, things you've been ignoring about him. Yes. It's a long list. Yep. Put it on your mirror. Jeez. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. And I, and I told you the story. I was debating whether to tell the story, but I, I'll tell him myself. The story of what broke me. I will never, ever forget it. And I'm grateful for this person because he broke me. But I had broken up with him. And he um, was so upset with me and wanted to get back with me that um, he came to my house one day, banging on my door, and then standing out in the street. Now, mind you, my neighbors all, we all, I lived in a neighborhood where everybody knew each other. You know, we did yard sales together, stuff like that. And my neighbor across the street who I did yard sales with, she, her husband was a preacher, right? So she was very, you know, Christian woman. And uh, here's this crazy guy out in the middle of the street yelling things about me. Oh, God. Talk about humiliating. Like this guy just put my laundry right out there for everybody. Were you, (laughs) wait. Were you with somebody else? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was with somebody else. Oh. I was married. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 I so, thought, uh, and my husband was home. He yeah. was there. That's what makes, I mean, yeah, that's humiliating. That was humiliating. And the neighbors. Because, yeah. you know, here I am. My Everything appeared so perfect in my house, you know. And um, it was a, just a dark side of me that I kept hidden. And Yep. He exposed it to everyone. And I was so ashamed of myself. Like it was the first time I stopped justifying my behavior because I always justified it that, you know, my husband, you know, well, he wasn't real good with emotions, but I knew that when I married him. So, um, you know, trying to get that feeling, that special feeling from someone else. Well, I got it. All right. Mm. This guy just, Ooh, he, yes. Blew it all up. Mm-hmm. blew it all up it blew up and that was the last day that was the last time I ever had that thought or ever indulged in that behavior it broke me so I'm hoping you don't have to let it go too far you know I hope not I hope the other night was it because that was yeah that was a dark moment for me yeah when I realized I, mean, I I don't need to say much, but just that, wow, this was about to be some kind of sexual transaction here is what yeah. it felt like. An empty transaction. Completely. And yeah. in that moment, um, yeah. But, you know, we're, we're, 
these are these unhealed places that show up and we can justify it. And that's why I'm watching you is justifying it. But I did the same thing. I justified it to myself, my behavior. And um, the day came when I really had to take a deep, and I wasn't even in recovery yet. Um, it was probably a couple of years from being in recovery, but I had to that day take a real deep look at myself and deal with my self-hatred and that's what showed up behind that was self-hatred to the degree of I can't even explain but that self-hatred over time took me to my knees and in going to my knees I surrendered to God and still continue every day to uh, pray for God's will and to heal those broken parts of me but that was the beginning of my recovery, of getting into recovery, was when the pain and the self-hatred was so loud. Um, yeah, I had to do something. Not me doing something. I had to pray. I had to pray for, for help. And uh, up till then, I was running the show. Yeah, the circus, I should say. I was running the circus. Do you think... You think there's a little girl in me that still hates herself? Absolutely. Why would you settle for such, why would you settle for crumbs if you didn't, if that wasn't a part where you hated yourself? And here's probably the confliction as a child too, because children are very intuitive and they know right from wrong. Yes. They know probably better than sometimes adults do. So your child was so starved for love that she accepted the affections of a pedophile, yes. right? Yes, that is That's that not, is a lot of conflicting messages. But at the same time, your girl also, little girl also knew it didn't feel right. Yes. She knew. So she had to go against herself time and time again. Yeah. And and did she love herself? If she loved herself, would she would she, would that have happened? I don't think he would have been able to groom her. Yeah. I think he took advantage of her, um, of you, took advantage of how you felt about yourself and your loneliness, your loneliness and your self-hatred. Yeah. And he groomed you and took advantage of you. And that little girl sh showed up again. It felt still so, there. felt so wrong, but it felt, felt so bad, but it felt so good. Felt so wrong, but it felt so right. Like Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Same thing here, right? Yes. And this guy's been grooming you. I've been watching it. He's been grooming you. I know. It's it, it is actually really embarrassing. Honestly, yeah. it is. Well, here's where the compassion comes in for your little girl though. Yeah. But big girl needs to be in charge. Well, today needs to be an adult in this house. Yeah. <laughs> today today she's here. Okay. I, I know when she's here and when I check out, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, another real episode today. Boy, I'm telling you, we just <laughs> keep going deeper and deeper. These are turning into therapy sessions. Oh, they really are. <laughs> they really are. Oh my. I think it's helpful though. I think people, I think it's very relatable, Chess. I know that there's many people out there struggling with some of these very same issues. So I'm glad we're talking about it. I am too. It's, I mean, it's helpful for me. I mean, I know it feels shameful, but the, I guess the part um, that feels reassuring is that 
well, I am in the club with lots of other people. So women who love too much. Yeah, I we're in the club, mm-hmm. and I guess that's the part that makes that I guess helps the shame. Yeah, you're not alone. Yeah, and I was there at one time. Trust me, I was there at one time. Yeah. So, <laughs> any last thoughts? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks for being here this morning and thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. Our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day. Until next time.